0: 3, 2, 1! Hey everybody, welcome back to the Real View Podcast. I am your host and tyrannical dictator, Blaine. It's me, I'm back. I'm here to control everybody. And, uh, you know, today... Uh, today I've got some very special guests uh, The dudes over from the Sin Arrivals podcast They've been on my podcast before several times uh, First up, he has been with me for the James Pond episode As well as a Girl with the Dragon Tattoo And Oscar's retrospective of last year uh, we still Brent.
1: waiting for the notebook episode here I'm
0: not talking about you um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I still so feel bad.
1: wronged I, You need to make the notebook episode
0: one of these things is going to happen.
1: One of these things is going to happen. Uh,
0: my money Brent, How's it going, man? Doing well. Thank you for having me.
2: Uh, sounds like we need to get back together for the notebook podcast. I think
0: it's going to happen. I think it's, I got to put it on the dock at this point. Um, And then, you know, you know him, you love him or not. Uh, my money. <laughs> you know, I'm. Uh, he was uh, with me for Last Night in Soho, he was with me for Blues Brothers, he was with me for Scott Pilgrim. Uh, lots of ups and downs, but through it all, you know, consistency. My buddy Brett, Brett, what's going on man?
1: Hey guys, this is me jumping in for the first time this podcast. I definitely didn't interrupt <laughs> anything a little bit earlier. Uh, how's everyone doing this evening?
0: Exactly. Um, you know, we are, uh, and we, I say me, but you know, the, the royal we, uh, we're happy to have you here today. Um you know, this has been in the making. I've had both of you guys before, and now you have your own podcast, and now I have you guys as a group together. So this is really, um, you know, this is just, we're just building up the events right here. You know? Mm-hmm. We're building up to the Absolutely. huge crossover <laughs> at some point. An
1: end game level crossover here, folks. Right, Stay exactly.
0: tuned. Uh, if you guys want to plug your podcast real quick, what exactly can we expect uh, from the Sin Arrivals podcast if one to, were to check them out?
1: Well, I'll tell you no. right now, it's not cohesive stuff. If you're like a, a two guys just yelling at each other about movies and why they're wrong about their movie opinions, the Sin Rivals podcast is for you. Two mm. guys walk into a theater. <laughs> what a, what a <laughs> yeah. Chaos.
0: yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. No, I enjoy your guys' banter. It never ceases to amuse me. Um, you know, there's some good stuff. I was in there for an episode. Uh, and Absolutely. Then I'll never be on again. No, I'm kidding. Um <laughs> no uh i did a ben affleck episode that was quite fun but yeah check him out there friend
1: they're of the amazing. show ben affleck absolutely ben,
0: yeah right no we know him. yeah yeah great guy um Keepwater, huge fan uh my favorite movie of the year <laughs>
1: jesus christ
0: um <laughs> check oh, out wow. the
1: latest episode of the sin arrivals podcast to hear what we think about that one
0: there you go there's your plug um Boom. beautiful uh okay so you know oscar season is coming up and there's nothing that gets us all you know jazzed excited enthused uh, then the Oscars, because, you know, love them or hate them, they are like the Super Bowl for movie fans. And, uh, yeah, so here's what we're going to do. Um, we decided, and not we, this was actually from our our buddy Johnny, mutual friend Johnny, friend of the pod RIP. Johnny. I know, rest in peace. Love the guy. Um, he's not with us today. <laughs> like Johnny. Johnny, Johnny, I love you, man. Um, Johnny had this idea that we go through the uh, best animated feature, nominees, winners, and kind of the history. And see if, uh, you know, these picks stand the test of time. Whether they were right, wrong, whether there were some snugs, all that good stuff. So I brought these goobers here to, you know, shoot the shit. Talk about some animated movies. Because um, there's nothing more than... Uh, talking animated movies with a bunch of thrown white men. Um,
1: Absolutely. But,
0: you know, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So when do you guys get to best animated feature at the Oscars, are you guys like excited for that award or all? Or are you guys like
1: whatever? Oh, like where do you guys stand on it? It's all, it's easily my favorite award. Cause it's the one category where I don't have to like force myself to watch the movies. Yeah. They're usually already watched before going in. Uh, and then the one there was always like a one like little more niche indie animated film. Those I'm always super excited to watch too because, I mean, yeah, there's it's not just Disney Pixar, bro. There's world of animation out there. Yeah, yeah
2: absolutely. I, I I certainly like the category. Uh You're able to kind of get a you know a, a story that can bring in uh, an older audience. I mean, I know we grew up with it being 2000s when they first introduced, but knowing how old we are now that we can still find our ways to be um, connected to the stories that they have up there. And then obviously I think now that we are as old as we are, we get more enraged on the winners, um, probably more than any other category out there just because we've seen so many that they miss.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Nominations too. And like we'll talk about all that, but I, I mean like what you said, dude, it's crazy to think that we've only had this category since 2001. Like we have 70 years of Disney movies and other animated films from before then that just went almost nearly unrecognized because they couldn't fit into the best pictures except Shadow Beauty and the Beast doing the Lord's work out there before it was cool uh, getting crazy. nominated for best picture.
0: Yeah. Um Do you think maybe it was like there were too few animated movies
1: out? Do You think maybe that's why they did it? No. I mean, it, obviously it was a different art form, but like, yeah there were things like that they existed. Like uh, I know there's like a lot of, that's why animated short was a category well before. Yeah. Cause they didn't have (laughs) so many feature length animated films. Uh, But yeah, it's still like a bummer that it definitely is a contributing factor though. I mean, I look at it,
2: you, you starting to see the more studios are expanding and being able to make independent or animated films. Um, And so like for the longest time, yeah, you've had Disney being like the top dog of it, but now, you're getting more and more and more and more studios that are able to make this stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: I think that's a good thing about this category is like, you know, obviously when we start out, there's gonna be a lot of Disney, DreamWorks, kind of Pixar talk. But then as we go on, I feel like since the animation field has kind of expanded into a bunch of other like animation studios, I think we're slowly, maturely moving in a direction where we are seeing less and less Disney nominees. And again, the Disney stuff is great, but it's cool that, you know, stuff like, I don't know, Mitchell's vs. the Machines or, you know, Clouds or something like that, like different animation studios can come in and sweep uh, the category, which is cool so absolutely all right so here's the plan we're going to go through every year uh starting from 2001 on to now 2021 uh and we're in
1: 2022 but you know what i mean the movies that came out in 2021 it's hard to talk about this sort of thing um it's my least favorite part of the Oscars, like wholeheartedly. I fucking hate that we. It's always oh, it's so confusing what to call it because it's all the twenty twenty one movies, but it's the twenty twenty two Oscars.
0: Yeah, and it, it's really annoying. I'm not a fan. Um, but yeah, so we are looking at the animated movies from two thousand one to twenty twenty one, and we're going to be going down by year, uh, talking about the winners, nominations, and then if there were any snubs or whether they made the right decision or not. You know that sort of thing. There's no structure. Um. So yeah, we're gonna start this off. I will uh, bounce us um, into the year 2001, a space Odyssey. Um, and <laughs> so, in 2001, there were three nominations uh, for Best Animated Feature. We had Monsters Incorporated, Jimmy Neutron: Boy Genius, and Shrek. And the winner was obviously Shrek. Um, I here's the thing. I think Ooh. I like Mon- I think I like Monsters Inc. Better as a movie, but I think they actually made the right choice giving it to Shrek. Where do you guys stand on this?
1: Ah, I mean, that's ah, to dude. Really I talk. love Jimmy Neutron wholeheartedly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Unabashedly. That is a childhood movie of mine. I think Funny that was enough. the first one I was one just I saw talking about movies. it last night. Mm. Uh you know. But no, they for sure made the right choice. Shrek is a Shrek is an it's a masterpiece at this point.
2: Yeah, I mean, go Dreamworks.
1: And I love I love it. I, I love it more and more every time I watch it because I just see it for what it is. It's literally a FU to the Disney Studio Incorporation after Jeffrey Katzenberg got fired. Well, fired, or he parted ways and then speared off with Spielberg and then created DreamWorks or whatever. He literally made a movie that's like, hey, all your Disney neat, clean stuff, and your Lord Farquads being a loose representation of Michael Eisner. That's here's your fu, you, and also we got the Oscar, the first one. Fuck you.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, is there a more? I was I was thinking about this, like as far as, and this might be a bold claim, but is Shrek like the most iconic animated movie of the 2000s? I feel like
1: it's got to be up there. Yeah, I mean, maybe.
0: I mean, you don't
1: you don't got a lot of great early 2000s Disney stuff for real. That's Except true. Except for like maybe a Lilo and Stitch. So yeah, I mean, Shrek is the pinnacle of that. Dude had a fucking Universal Studios ride for the last 20 years, and without fail, it, like, just closed. So yeah. I don't, it's, he's. Well, look. And at he has Shrek. four movies and a TV show and a Broadway musical. Like, he's been in the zeitgeist forever. That's true. I
2: was going to say, and looking at Shrek for our, like, I guess you could say within our generation is, we've been a part of Mike Myers for the longest time. And then when you have an so. eight, Plus cast uh, that is with Shrek, because there's also Eddie Murphy, Cameron Diaz, like you're going to get in an audience no matter what the age group is, because they've seen and they're curious to see what what they're going to bring to it. It's it's hilarious for sure. And you can always go back yeah. and watch it
1: doesn't get old. It's crazy. It's crazy to think that John Lithgow is one of the only cast members of that whole movie that didn't retire from acting at some point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because <laughs> right.
0: yeah, you're right yeah because everyone else is kind of innocent. right yeah wow i didn't think about that that's actually hilarious that
1: just hit my brain
0: yeah um yeah i mean it, it, it's hard to argue against shrek i mean i like monster think a little better only because you know did shrek make me cry no did monster Think in the end make me cry yeah. yeah um but i i mean as far as like a first winner for you know best animated feature i think it's We're hard to be there yeah, yeah. It, it, you can't you can't be better than that um as far it, as Sorry, I do
1: think saying? it's 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 lame that they shafted uh Atlantis that came out in two thousand and one and it's not a bad movie and I don't know why people think it's a bad movie and it's easily like would fit in like as the grand scale of it all that it is in the Oscars so uh, the fact that it they I know it was the first award and they didn't really know what to expect with it and maybe they didn't think to like fill that five category slot uh but yeah that was a shame and also. I think Blaine Blaine also has a snub from that year.
0: Uh, I I mean I I think you actually said it. I think it was actually Atlantis. Um, oh well, and you know if you look at things, uh, Scooby Doo and the Cyber Chase. I know it was direct to video, but it's that's like, the easily on.
1: the best, easily the best. Oh yeah, of course it was direct to video, but that's easily the best Scooby Doo movie other than the live actions.
0: That's right. Um, but here's the like the thing about Atlantis. I actually I, I think Atlantis is actually quite underrated. I agree with you, quite underrated. Here's the thing. Uh, you know, I'm very anti-Disney remake, however, I desperately want Atl- Atlantis The Lost Empire remake. I think you can absolutely do it. I think the fan base is there for it. You know, just get a good cast. Hell, you can get Tom Holland as Milo, you know, then probably do it. And then just, you know, throw it up there, and I'll probably be there opening night. So, Disney, uh, I know you're listening. Uh, make Atlantis into a live action. That's all I have.
2: Um, because fan cast that one for hours and not get bored with it at all.
0: Absolutely. 100%. Uh, Yeah, I think that's all I wanted to say about 2001. Not a ton to say. I for mean, sure. there's some classics, obviously, but yeah, that's all I got.
1: So I'm going to take 2002. For take sure. So 2002, you had the nominations Spirited Away, Ice Age, Lilo and Stitch, Spirit, Stallion of the Cimarron. I've no. never heard that. Sub- a, I've a, actually yeah. never <laughs> seen that subtitle for Spirit. And yeah. then Treasure Planet. So they are, they were, they were next year, very next year. They're like, ah, oh, five movies for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and also weirdly enough, I'm almost certain that spirited away came out in 2001. So I don't know how it was like eligible because I think it was like a release date came out thing. in 2002. This, the release dates are kind of weird up here in the beginning. I think the Oscars shifted around when they had the, held their ceremony. That might've been it. in the two thousands. So we might see a weird, weird, uh, weird y- year shift, but yeah, Spirit Away came out the winner of that year. It's it's easily my favorite Miyazaki. It's one of the like few that I've seen, but I think the story is also fabulous. Uh, it's really incredibly animated. So like, if we're just giving it the award to the most technically best animated movie, that's easily the the front runner there but god damn it lelo and stitch is top three Disney movies for me maybe sure. so it's really a shame that it had to go up against maybe Miyazaki's masterpiece.
0: Yeah uh now Brent you're an Ice Age guy right
2: uh as many times as I've watched
1: it you bet I, I'm
0: more,
2: <laughs> I like treasure planet and uh Lilo and Stitch in this um sure. but I, mean, I I'm I think it's it's great to see the win for Spirit Away. I've you know Reiki news on the pod I've not seen it so that's going to have to be, out, you know. Have really you
1: seen, have you seen any Miyazaki films? I feel yeah, like that's uh, just not your genre. I,
2: I've seen, I've seen some of his, um, like How's Moving Castle. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, My Neighbor Totoro, but like not this yeah.
0: one. Yeah. Okay. I'm a big, I'm a big Totoro guy. Uh, Spirit in a way winning makes complete sense. I mean, it, it, most people say it's one of the best animated movies of all time. So right. it's hard to go up against that. I do like uh, Lilo and Stitch. I think it's a classic. Um, I don't, I, I, there's a huge fan base for it, and they love it a lot more than I do, but I, I still think it's really good. Um, Treasure Planet, yeah, underrated, but it's good. Ice Age, I have no opinion, and I have not seen Spirit, but I've heard Spirit's beautiful. So I might check it out at some point. I
2: think Spirit has yeah. Matt Damon really good. voice in the, the lead in that one.
0: He's yeah. the
1: main horse.
0: Awesome. Brilliant. Awesome. That yeah. goes in the Matt Damon Hall of Fame, right? Like, when we're talking his best uh, performances. Right. It's a tie that's between that, that and
1: Great Wall. Yeah.
0: There you go. There you go. Love that. No, yeah. uh,
1: Dude, what about Happy Feet 2? Bill the Krill, bro. Ooh, You're getting
2: ahead of yourself. You're getting ahead of yourself. Awesome.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible stuff. Um, Anything else we want to add about 2002? I mean, it seems like
1: it was a pretty solid uh, list of nominees,
0: all things considered.
1: You said you want live-action Atlantis. I want live-action Treasure Planet in space. Like, I know we have the pirate versions, but I want the, like, Disney space version, and I can't remember his name because I don't watch the show, but that kid from Euphoria said he wanted to play uh, Jim, so that seems perfect to me. Oh, Fez, Angus Cloud? Yeah, yeah, there Oh, i yeah.
0: watched that. That'd oh, yeah. be cool. I think I'm going for that.
1: Um, okay, well,
0: Brent, take us into 2003.
2: Yeah, two thousand three. You have nominations being Brother Bear, The Tributes of Belleville, and your winner Finding Nemo. Uh, this, I mean, I got it right the first time here. You'd say Pixar winning their first, and it's, I mean, it's a classic film. Like I don't, I don't know if you could ask anybody uh, out of the Pixar films they've seen if they don't like Finding Nemo. I mean, it's it's a classic.
1: It's so big. It. They yeah. the way they animated the ocean and made it feel so vast, like the like you could actually imagine the ocean being, and and how all the fish feel so small in this world. It's they were it's, just getting started too. Yeah. Exactly, this was early Pixar too. So yeah, it's it's really a work of art. I love, and I mean, it's hilarious. They got some incre- they got incredible comedians behind the voice acting. Uh, they told an amazing story about like the father hunting, looking for his son who got taken away from him. So yeah, it, this one is a no-brainer because Brother Bear is a little mid, if you ask me.
0: Brother Bear has like an excellent like first fifteen minutes, and then literally as soon as he turned into the bear, it like drives
1: off. The clear. I'm on my way. Listen, the Phil Collins stuff the, is great. Yeah, Phil Collins slaps though. We gotta yeah. admit that.
0: Hey, listen, shout out to Phil Collins. Uh, he is loved. From Maya's Disney work on the pod Um but yeah I don't know Like Finding Nemo is a classic I feel like it's also kind of one of those where like any line from that movie is kind of in the cultural lexicon right. of yeah. children in this era where it just keeps winning you know the mine 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 you know the whole stuff like
1: yeah.
0: I, I feel like a lot of people know this movie even if they haven't seen it Fish but I feel like has not, food. not food right exactly you, you
1: guys made me ink that was my favorite <laughs>
0: I like the don't touch the butt, you know, uh, classic. Wow, that's
1: great, dude. L- yeah. dude. You're literally just like running down the list of the things I say when I see like a seagull or a boat. It's right. It's really just ingrained in our brains. Listen, if
0: you do not walk up to an aquarium and immediately like start picking out finding Nemo characters, you just don't have a life. I'm sorry. Or like but... just
1: going bubbles. Bubbles. Yeah, bubbles. yeah. yeah. it's great. It's, really
0: great. it's classic. Um, Yeah, I mean, as far as snubs, there weren't really anything out that year. I mean... You know, unless you're a big you have, uh, you have the Sinbad fan. The yeah. bionicle movie was that Bionical. this year.
2: That was this year. I mean, if, oh, really was, if that wasn't as hot as it was then, I don't know when it when it would get.
0: That's started. so sad. I, I I saw Sinbad is in there, and then the animatrix But I think animatrix is straight to DVD, so that doesn't you know. I don't. Know. Yeah. But I mean, and that makes sense. There are only three nominees. That's fine. Um. Okay, so moving on, we're in 2004 now and the nominees, we had three nominees again, uh, The Incredibles, Shark Tale and Shrek 2. Now, here's the thing. The Incredibles is amazing. And I think it's like maybe the best superhero movie ever. Um, However, Shrek 2 is also amazing. So, I, you know, the battle. Any other other year,
1: Shrek 2 wins any other year.
0: Right. But they just had to go up against the Incredibles, which like-
1: Incredibles is but Incredibles is my winner too, dude. That's I we just did our podcast about Pixar movies, and that's my favorite Pixar movie. Uh, yeah, I'm in a group. Uh, so no no arguments for me, but god damn it, if Shrek two isn't the best Shrek movie, also. So it's just you got two Titans going up against each other. It could have gone either way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, Brent, are you what where do you
0: stand on the are you a Shrek or Shrek Two kind of guy?
1: or a shark Tales kind of guy well,
0: 2003
2: i'm a garfield kind of guy um, oh yeah that one no i i think um incredibles is uh just it's awesome i mean it, it really blends in the superhero and the animation at, like perfectly and i mean it, you could put that on all the time and i know we'll get are getting ahead of ourselves with like how never thinking you get a sequel with it but we got that and like just being rebrought into like that world was was amazing and yeah, Shrek 2, it's you know, it's a great one. Uh, certainly better sequel in an anim- animated sequel considering the other ones that have spawned off after Shrek 2. But it's, I, th- I think they got it right. But if we're looking at like a head to head race, it was really close,
0: yeah. Um, and then the other nominee here is Shark Tale, which I feel like was only nominated because Martin Scorsese was in it. Um, you know, and yes, that's right, Martin Scorsese plays the Pufferfish, and they also have Robert De Niro, Michael Imperioli, um, Will Jack Smith, Black. Jack Black. It's like, wow, they got A-listers for this complete dog-ass movie. Um, but, you know, shout out to Shark Tale. It's a meme. It's you, a you know, i rip know. off
2: of Finding Emo. <laughs> and it came yeah. out a year later. <laughs>
0: it's funny how that works. There's a lot of like DreamWorks Disney movies where it's like, were they copy? I mean, ants obviously was, you know, that versus a bunch. They like, couldn't, it like, it,
2: it, what, what baffles me about that movie is they can't tell what a shark looks like and they try to paint, they just really go way too deep into, like, trying to disguise the shark. But, like, you should freaking know that it's a shark.
0: Yeah, it's like, how would we not? Yeah, I hear you. Um, but, I mean, listen, Trek 2 it's got the greatest musical <laughs> moment of any movie. It's got the I Need a Hero sequence, you know, can't be beat. But Incredibles, it's like you know, score, man. Oh my lord!
2: Look, goodness gracious! Looking at the box office total for Shark Tale, you guys want to take a guess at that?
0: Uh, it's Does gonna it be t- more than World, I want it to be worldwide.
1: Uh, two hundred million. Brett, I it's gonna be more than I want it to be. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know.
2: Three hundred and seventy-four
1: million. Yeah, million. that's
0: impressive. That's outrageous. That's depressing. Uh, it's the Will Smith. I, I'm sure he was a draw um at that time
1: because wasn't that like his first animated movie it's only been in two right i mean i i may or may not have watched shark tale a couple of times there you go
0: i watched it last week um, don't look at my letterbox receipts yeah uh right. always a bad idea but no incredibles and classic you all know it you all know it um there, w-
1: there was sp- a big old snub this year though
0: there's a couple that i was not a couple yeah um spongebob squarepants movie yeah that got that is,
1: it's a genuinely great movie and it's incredible it's like really well animated so like why not yeah um are, weird you, Brent, are you weird shark Tale? are you a goofy goober oh absolutely okay always okay. and forever
0: yeah just gotta make sure um and then i guess you can say the polar express was snubbed, but that movie's kind of
1: terrifying so i don't know it's not I great did. it's not good animation
0: yeah,
2: uh, that, that more, that's picked up steam more after its release than during the time of its release, because now people focus it as every Christmas, it's one of the films they watch whereas yeah. it, when it came out, it wasn't as popular.
1: Yeah,
0: I agree. Um, okay, so moving on, uh, Brent, take 2005. What are we looking at? Um,
1: 2005, we had Wallace and Gromit, The Curse of the Were-Rabbits, Corpse Bride, Howl's Moving Castle, and that's it. And your winner was Wallace and Gromit, which is really awesome in my opinion. Oh yeah. Love, love Aardman. I've always loved watching the old Wallace and Gromit stuff. And like, this is actually a really good movie. Yeah. I completely for like agree. a kid's claymation and stop motion animation is one of my favorite, if not my favorite style of animation because of the intricacy that they goes into like making a one second of a movie. Uh, is unfathomable to me. I could never do something like this for as tedious as it is, just moving these little pieces intricately all throughout an entire f- feature length. That's insane. So it's it's held in high esteem in my mind, but like with a Wallace and Gromit, it's just, it's a classic. Now, was Corpse Bride motion too? I think it was, yeah. I think it okay. was, absolutely. Okay. Uh, That is not my favorite, though, of the no. like Tim Burton, Henry Selleck, Stop motion animations story wise, and and then like color wise, it's kind of super blue and bland. (laughs) Uh, But Wallace and Gromit is just so much fun; it's hard not to pick that over that. What I like, not that Corpse Bride is brat bad. I I do like that movie.
2: What I like is within the first five years, you already have three different types of animation being awarded the top prize, which allows more of your audience to get out there and like see the other types of that can be created with that. And it tells different stories, so you're not really exactly. seeing the same, right. same stories. And I think that's something in other categories that the Academy has lost touch
0: of. Yeah. Um, looking at the snubs real quick, uh, kind of three or four that I'm looking at, but like it, it, it really can be argued if these really deserve. But Madagascar came out that year. Chicken Little came out that year uh robots and listen i grew up nah, with robots man, all right nah, listen nah. i i grew up with it so it holds a special place in my heart however probably doesn't deserve nope. and then uh hoodwinked which is brilliant um if you haven't seen hoodwinked highly recommend it's like knives out but in a fairy tale uh setting i'm a big hoodwinked guy but i don't know not not a ton to argue about as far as um snubs go it's nice to see how's moving castle on there though i'm happy that got nominated
1: hmm that's another weird year one because I thought I'm pretty sure that's a 2004 movie or something. It, the, I think the way these come out in like Japan or something may have something to do with the the date shifts.
0: Yeah, for sure. But yeah. Um, okay. Anything else you want to say about 2005?
1: Not not the strongest year, but still fun. Yeah, I agree.
0: Uh, Brent, take us into 2006.
1: Right. Number six uh, nominated films
2: you have Cars, Monster's House, and quentin tarantino's favorite film happy feet and that is what ended up winning
1: you know uh, oh, maybe this, this is a hell of a year guys yeah, this, <laughs> this is a, a big of a year this was
2: a big one um but i guess i shouldn't kind of go without saying that the director of happy feet is george miller and yeah that director is director
1: of Mad-
0: max murray road
2: baby it's stunning but they i mean
1: I think Happy Feet looks amazing. The music is fantastic. The voice cast is spectacular and surprising. Uh, you have Robin Williams dual role in it. You have Hugh Jackman, Nicole Kidman, Elijah Wood, Brittany Murphy. It's it's an insane. Happy Feet is one of my favorites. I remember as a child well, walking, not, not walk. I did not walk <laughs> out of the theater. I fucking <laughs> tapped my feet out of the theater like a fucking penguin. But I was know. dancing like a mug after watching that movie.
2: I walked out of the theater like a penguin just three weeks ago with the Batman. Mm, mm. I like that. I, I'm not the <laughs> biggest happy feet <laughs> fan. I, I, I understand it's like the, the culture impact that it had, but I I'm, I wasn't like a big... I, I was a Monster House or a Cars guy when this came okay. out. I wouldn't know yeah, who, who
1: Prince is Kong. if it wasn't for this movie. <laughs> You were one because of when Nicole Kidman sings the song kiss. I didn't know who Prince was as a child, but then I found out that that was a Prince song and then I started listening to Prince. So because of happy feet, I know who Prince is. Well, I knew Prince,
2: before, but yeah,
1: that's a year old. Day, yeah. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> hey, hey, whoa, hey, whoa, hey,
2: hey,
0: everybody calm down. A um, no, I think Happy Feast is kind of fun. Um, you know, I the energy in the dance sequences can be compared to kind of the energy of, like, the maniac, uh, of kind of the Fury Road uh, euphoria that you get there. Um, cars, listen, some people love it. I think it's fine. I don't care. Monster House is cool. It mean, is it's nice fine. To see a different, um, it's nice to see a different animation style in that movie. But I, I think Happy Feast was probably the right choice because looking at the snubs here, like, there's not, I don't know. We have Ice Age 2, which now no. Over the Hedge, which is funny, Blushed no. Away, which is funny. Um, A Scanner Darkly, the Richard Linklater animated movie. Um, I don't know
1: how, I don't know how eligible that is, though. That's true. That's true.
0: Uh, but yeah,
1: that's, that, I, I, maybe it is.
0: Yeah. And then Open Season, no. And then no. Curious
1: George a lot it's a lot What? there's a lot of animation but it's a lot of like middling animation coming out this year now if we were Uh, if we were
0: awarding best opening five minutes uh give it to curious george because that upside down track is an absolute banger but uh you know that's just
1: love me some jack johnson no oh yeah Uh, the last thing i guess i'll say about this year it's like you can like happy feet as much as you can but there's no denying how good the animation is when you're in the sense of like trying to do photorealistic animation like these look like penguins these look like giant glaciers even the humans the the little we see of them are not very uncanny valley they look really good and like really like i remember the scene where the guys helicopter onto the top of the iceberg to watch the penguins dance because they're like oh they're being weird because there's no fish uh those look like real people like they look like they are just human beings that they filmed for this scene and so it, it really did deserve the award in the end because i i never sometimes i'm like are the uh, academy looking for the most technically best animated award or is it best story or best com- combination of the two and this one is a combination of the two
0: yeah i think you're giving the academy too much credit but uh yeah. <laughs> I think wow. I, uh, to that one. We're guilty. I don't. Th- I don't think they watch the movies, but you know, hey, I'm having the. I'm having the game. It's you know, I think it's good. All right. Uh, 2007. Is that me? It is. All right. 2007. So the nominees we have three. We've got Ratatouille, Persepolis, and Surf's Up, and they gave it to Ratatouille, which honestly, hard to argue against Ratatouille. I think this is a top three Pixar, personally. Um, Brad Bird, once again Can we, uh, I just want to take a second here Brad Bird's animation career and his career in general is pretty unmatched because you've got Iron Giant you've got The Incredibles, you've got Ratatouille you've got the fourth Mission Impossible movie the one where he climbs up a building and basically reinvented the Mission Impossible franchise Tomorrowland, which you can kind of forget about and then Incredibles 2
1: which is, like, is one of the highest-cursing animated movies of all time that dude's career record is pretty damn strong um, so I know we're not we're not talking about him yet. But when we were talking on our podcast, I kind of noticed that, like, dude, someone who is com- not only comparable, but might exceed Brad Bird in the animation department is Pete Doctor. Oh, sure. But yeah, he's been absolutely. able to do with Finding Me or wait, he did. Uh, sorry, he did Monsters, Inc. He did Inside Out. He did Soul. He did Up. Up like these are like bangers and like Up went on to get a best picture nomination but we can get into that later uh so but these all came out of the same brain trust all these guys came out of the same classroom at cal arts that's the crazy thing to me yeah tim burton brad bird pete doctor all these guys just work together and learn together and are these new titans of animation and whatnot
0: yeah absolutely um but yeah i i I think ratatouille was the right win here i think it's a very absolutely soulful hilarious introspective Pixar movie, which we don't often get. Like, I feel like this is one of their most mature Disney movies, and it's also about a rat controlling a human via their hair. Um, I do like Surf's Up. I think Surf's Up is really funny, Um, but it shouldn't have beat uh, Ratatouille. Yeah, Ratatouille
2: is certainly a chef's kiss for an animated
0: film. Ah, there you go. Nice. Nice. I like that. I like that. As far as snubs go, um, the Simpsons movie, you can say, is a snub. I don't know how passionate you guys are about the Simpsons movie. I love Um,
1: it, but yeah I I don't know that it fits in with the Oscars
0: Yeah, Shrek the 3rd is a gigantic piece of shit Um, V-movie is a joke But I mean,
1: it's kind of funny What the hell? The disrespect that's flying out of your mouth is insane right now Are you a V-movie fan? Am I, I am thinking? a B movie fan, and okay. I'm a Shrek the Third fan. Fuck you! Oh wow, wow, wow! Shrek the Third is easily the worst Shrek movie. No, Shrek the the fourth one's easily the worst no, Shrek. That's no. when they lose, they completely lose sight of the entire franchise, and they no. just make a mirror, or they just make uh it's a wonderful life. No,
0: no. Do you,
1: friend, friend,
0: where do you stand? Help me out here. Are you Shrek the Third or Shrek Forever After? God. Uh
2: I <laughs> can't remember. Um There, it's not in coded into my brain right now
0: okay all right i'm i'm like uh, my head right
2: now is i'm just like looking at what was was snubbed that year and there was beowulf and i just remember angelina jolie like wearing that gold-plated
1: what, what? what? you've never seen beowulf yeah but that's not an animated movie is it yeah, it
2: is yeah
1: it's a Robert Zemeckis animated
2: it's like that point. caption mode uh mo- motion capture style if i'm not mistaken
1: no nah, that i m- missed that one
0: no. yeah i don't think you're missing anything i think it's a uh, wild
1: film for sure
0: but the biggest anim- the biggest snub that i'm looking at is uh meet robinson's which i think has actually kind of grown mm-hmm. into a cult classic um mm-hmm. i think it's really cute it's really funny it's got a nice emotional message um it's really funny i've not seen persepolis but the animation style looks really gorgeous so i'm sure it deserves its nomination but would it have hurt to put me the robinson's up there i don't think so but whatever Wait, it was, i
1: just why not like they should be doing five every year it's crazy that they like sometimes some years they just do three some years they just do five i don't know it's is that like just really how the academy is only voting for three movies there's not a single vote for any other movie like that's what i don't get
0: yeah i have no clue but uh okay all right um King is 2008
1: so, again, uh, for 2008, we have Bolt, we have Kung Fu Panda, and then you have your winner, which was uh, uh, uh It's great for, like, the first 20 minutes, and then it's kind of okay. Like, it's, it's good. Uh, kung fu panda is a fucking masterpiece slander and should have slander won that for movie. Wally. no it's not dude i will i will fight for kung i don't need to fight for the kung fu panda because he's already the dragon warrior That's but true. i will fight to the the end of my days to prove that kung fu panda is truly and in kung fu panda 2 and kung fu panda 3 are like one of the best character uh, arcs in any movie trilogy of all time with one of the most endearing leading characters Amazing action, amazing animation, beautiful animation, teared, tear-inducing animation. I cry when I watch these movies because they're so good and so beautiful. Or because it's an season. But Dude, yeah, you no, know, it's, it's okay. literally some like the <laughs> amount of time and effort they spent when they were making this movie researching and like learning the architecture of Japan, of like China and how how beautiful everything is, and like the, the way they do lighting and the, the sunsets in this movie. It's all gorgeous and it's also a hilarious movie it's also an action-packed movie and you know jack black's my guy so
0: yeah kung fu panda should that. have
1: won this year no disrespect to wally and pixar kung fu panda should have won
0: okay uh brent where do you stand on this you, do you have any uh strong I, feelings i think uh they got it right and you just gotta feel good
2: for andrew stanton because he directed john carter yeah. has been one of the worst things out there and so at least he's able to hold himself up when he can look and see that he still won that oscar he all
1: he already won for finding nemo and then went to do john Car- uh john carter so even better so he has two on him
2: so even better <laughs> he has two to look up to
0: um listen i like wally i think it's like again i think Wally's like top
1: five like Pixar. art. I think it's like their most ambitious film. I don't think the back half of Wally holds up as much as the front half.
0: And that's a popular complaint. That's a popular complaint. But I think the love story of it all, I think their kind of commentary yeah. about yeah. what Earth will look like in the future and how everyone's like fat and lazy. Um, I don't know. I think it's thrilling. <laughs> I think the villain's basically like a ripoff of Hal from 2001. But aside from that, it's delightful. It's got a great soundtrack. Who doesn't love Wally? Except my parents. My parents hate Wally, which is weird. But you know, shout out to them. I guess I don't know. Not friendly, Uh, (laughs) right? Um, (laughs) I do like Kung Fu Panda. I mean, as much as I'm fighting for Wally here, Kung Fu Panda is one of the best DreamWorks movies, Um, and it's got some really great like fight sequences for an animated movie. Like, when you think of
1: amazing fight choreography,
0: yeah, when you think of an animated movie with like fight scenes, you don't really think of. You know, they, they don't often stand out, but here, like immediately like, I picture like Tai Lung escaping from the prison, you know, when all those like uh, spears and stuff like that, like all that stuff super sick.
1: It's slick. The camera work is amazing. There's so much to love about this movie. And like people just watch it on a surface level. And I'm ta- I'm I'm the champion for for the Kung Fu Panda franchise. I go. more people need to know what's up. Sure. Um, I, Bolt is fine. I like
0: Bolt. I, I Fine. It's got a, you know, it's got that cute little hamster. I think his name is Rhino. Like, that's all right. Yeah. Uh, but I, like got- I
1: said, this is like the mid tier Disney stuff in the early 2000s. So it's not surprising that a lot of these are just showing up and maybe getting a nomination. We've had a couple of Disney snubs. Which if you think about like their history and their their dominance of the industry for the longest time, it's kind of crazy to think that like once the awards started to come out, they kind of took it to the back seat.
0: Yeah. Um, and then looking at snubs, if you want to call it that, like Madagascar, Two or Horton, here's a who mm-hmm. or even Star Wars, the Clone Wars, the movie, the one that everyone loves. No. Yeah. No, there's nothing here for that. But, you know, shout out to that. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go into 2009. Finally, we're getting to some, you know, we're getting into some meat right here.
2: Yeah, these these are some heavyweights. Uh, nominated in 2009, you have Caroline, Fantastic Mr. Fox, The Princess and the Frog, The Secret of the Kells, and your winner, Up. As Brett was just mentioning, this is Pixar's fourth win already. Um, and Up is a wonderful film. Certainly can't, can't deny it of that. Um, but since we're talking about Oscar nominations and the wins and the snubs. I think, in given where we're at right now in our, you know, in these people's careers, this would have been a great time to honor Wes Anderson for Fantastic Mr. Fox and exactly what kind of stop motion he was able to create create with that one. And that has a great cast too. I mean, it absolutely has a knockout cast. And I even think till today it's still beloved. I mean, we know with this book adaptations history. That's a great film. Uh, It's it's a another heavyweight match between Up. And Fantastic Phoenix Fox, and I think that's what it came down to. But it's it's remarkable to kind of like go back and look and like see what the winner was competing with with animation.
1: The thing think, is though, I oh go ahead.
0: Well, I think this is the strongest year um animated novels. Easily novelty. one of them, yeah. Yeah, because like exactly I, 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 I think you can argue you can argue for basically any of these. I have not seen Secret of Kells, but I have a couple of friends who have, and they say it's incredible. Um, so, I, but like, up, someone would say it's Pixar's best movie. Coraline, it's got a super strong fan base, beautiful stop motion, fantastic Mr. Fox. Again, stop motion, but you've also got Wes Anderson's creative talent. Prince in the Frog, like maybe the most underrated Disney movie in the past couple of years. And you got Secret of Cells from, an, you know, kind of a lesser animation studio that really kind of got their name out there. Like, this is a strong lineup. It's kind of hard to, you know, I, I'm, I'm biased toward Up, but I, like, I'd like i be fine with any of these taking it, I feel.
1: It's incredibly strong lineup, but, like, even, even so, it's kind of a year that it was a no-doubter for Up because, like I said earlier, it got nominated for Best Picture outside yeah. of the animation category. So there was really no competition even though you can you can absolutely make an argument for any of these I love Coraline I love how creepy and stylistic it is and Henry Selick is a king of animation Um, fantastic Mr. Fox was like Wes Anderson taking his style and being like hey guess what I'm gonna do I'm gonna use taxidermied animals instead (laughs) of actual people watch me and it's still gonna be fantastic and then yeah like you said I love Princess and the Frog and how underrated it is. And unfortunately for Disney, it's the end of 2D animation in feature films for for the most part, which is terribly sad in my opinion. But like it's it's a great send off and a fantastic movie. And then, yeah, The Secret of Kells uh, is the same director that did the Walkers, which I really, really enjoyed from like last year. So I'm very excited to probably take a look back and give that a watch. Uh, an incredible year, 2009, honestly.
0: Yeah, I think it's, it, it's too strong. I think, I, you, you know, like I said, anyone can make a case for any of these. I am happy that I've got it. Um, you know, I was listening to your guys' episode when you guys were talking about Pixar. And I agree that people only look at the first 10 minutes of that movie and then they write it off. I think there's a lot more to it than the first 10 minutes. Um, you know, I love Doug. Who doesn't love Doug? Who doesn't love Kevin? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Again, Giacchino uh, did the score for me. Yeah, Michael Giacchino, again, yep. absolutely murdering the score here. I think this is like maybe his best work. Um, you know, every time you hear the...
1: you like, Yeah, you can hear like six. Here. If you hear six notes of that song, you immediately start getting emotional.
0: Yeah, you start crying. It's a mess. Um, yeah, no, up rules. Big fan. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anything uh, else? As far as snubs go, there's no chatty with the, uh, sorry, Cloudy with a chance of meatballs,
1: which, like, what that the hell? Honestly, dude, it's like with these five, though, which I obviously we didn't see Secret of Kells. So that's the one I would take out for that. But like, I there, it's hard to remove one for Cloudy with a chance of meatballs as much as I do like it.
0: Right. Yeah. And then the only other one that I'd say would be in contention is Mary and Max, who's kind of a, a claymated. and um, kind of more adult movie. It's kind of disturbing uh, and depressing, but I really like that. But I, again, kind of like you were saying, it's hard to crack into these five. So, you know, you can't yeah. be that mad about it. Um, anything else we want to add before we jump into the tens? Fantastic. All right. All right. <laughs> um, 2010. So pulling up the list here. Three nominees again, but this is the last time we have three nominees. So... Thank God. Uh, We only have Toy Story 3, uh, How to Train Your Dragon, and The Illusionist. Um, Now, here's the thing. Toy Story 3 and How to Train Your Dragon are both absolute bangers. So I think it's kind of a toss-up between them. Because I would argue that How to Train Your Dragon might be DreamWorks' best movie. Um, Which, you know, might be a hot take. I would disagree. Listen, you're entitled to (laughs) your opinion. Um, But I, I, I really like How to Train Your Dragon. I think it adapts what was kind of weak source material to begin with into this really touching kind of boy and his dog, but it's actually a in kind of story. I think the animation's gorgeous. I think the soundtrack is beautiful. Um, it's exciting. It's funny. But it, it, again, Toy Story 3, like, come on. Everyone was weeping by the time that movie ended. So it's kind of hard. Uh, and I haven't seen The Illusionist, but it looks really well animated from what I've seen. Where do you guys stand on these nominees? I mean, the the nominees
1: are good, but the lack of nominees is where I have a bone to pick with this year because Tangled is a really good movie. And it's awesome. It's amazing. And it's just nowhere to be found. And Despicable Me, as much as people like hate the minions, that first movie is actually really enjoyable. So there's no reason for them to snub those two really, really good animated movies just for the the three now but like but as far as the three animation or nominations go i haven't seen the illusionist either i'm gonna eventually just blow through this entire list and make sure i have every uh because i'm my i'm the completionist or whatever make sure i have every animated film oh, that's no. been nominated Holy for an oscar watch <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> oh yeah Um uh, yeah, uh,
1: toy story 3 verse how to train your dragon is a tough pick
0: yeah i agree
1: friend any uh thoughts where you stand
2: uh toy story 3 is just a a remarkable achievement for that franchise um and it it wasn't been it wasn't this was the first time it was eligible to be awarded um because they didn't have the category during one and two so i think even for that alone it was like uh just that achievement of overall like what this was able to do and i mean it was uh, i mean one of the box office sensations of that year so like no doubt
0: yeah and wasn't toy story 3 also nominated for best picture right yes as i seem to remember yeah so yes. i mean it had
1: it in the bag. everyone knew that was gonna win it was
0: the, it was the
1: it was supposed to be the culmination of what is like easily one of the most oh, beloved no. trilogies of all time oh, okay. but then they decided to make a mm-hmm. fourth one uh uh-huh, yeah we will talk about that later
0: we'll get there when we get there um but yeah, I mean, you know, solid list. Unfortunately, the, the, the last time they had three movies in there, they really kind of missed out on a lot. Um, another Snowbind offer up is Megamind. I actually think Megamind's like quite funny, um, especially They're making as- a
1: sequel, which I love. Are they? Oh, okay. I'm That's pretty cool. sure I saw something about Will Ferrell's on for a sequel, or That's maybe good. it's a series of some kind. Okay. Will Ferrell will be reprising his role as Megamind.
0: That's good. Yeah, I just think Megamind's really funny. And I think the way it deconstructs kind of superhero tropes is very amusing. it's got Brad Pitt, you know, who doesn't love Brad Pitt in an animated movie. Um, But yeah, seems like a solid list, all things considered. Um, Okay, am I, am I doing 2011?
1: No, I would be 2011. Uh, try well, to steal my thunder, blame. Sorry,
0: I lost track. Take 2011. Take it
1: away. Oh wait, can I can I actually tra- trade? Because I'm I'm really disappointed at how this year played out. <laughs> no, <laughs> all right, it's not in my nose. All right, so for the year 2011, we have the nominees: A Cat in Paris, Chico and Rita, Kung Fu Panda 2, and for some reason. The winner over Kung Fu Panda 2, which in my mind is oh, a no. perfect. Oh, here we go. go oh.
0: uh-huh.
1: Rango hey, listen, Rango
0: fucking rules. All right oh, Rango no. is so good it's, for it's, oak,
1: it's good. I give it oh. four stars, but compared to the level of animation <sighs> that we have in Kung Fu Panda and the story about this dude's loss of his entire species, does not even hold a candle to the bullshit sheriff story that we've seen a thousand times, but this time they were gross lizards. I mean, if you want to talk about
2: animation that's beyond your imagination or whatever, look at what was nominated in Tintin, The Avengers of Tintin. That's that
1: true. Also, that's bullshit. That's actually high key bullshit.
0: Listen, Tintin is the Uncharted movie
1: that we should have gotten. All right, dude, I love that. I love that. Listen, I
0: know, I know some people were Uncharted Ooh. fans. I am I'm not pissed I them. didn't get to use that against Johnny and Brent in our podcast. Yeah, yeah. Listen, Tintin is what we desire from the Uncharted. You know that that's scene awesome. where it's all one take, and he's driving the motorcycle, yeah. and it yes. goes all the that's way through that scene. My favorite part. That is an Uncharted scene if I've ever seen one. And you know Tintin's great. However, let me just let me just name some names off here real quick for my Rango love. Here we go: Gore Verbinski, right, director of the Pirates movies as well as Lone Ranger. Which you know, love it or hate it, that's yeah. amazing action sequences. All right. Here we go. So, Corbin Minsky, we got Hans Zimmer doing the score. We got Roger Deakins as director of photography. It's like, come on, man. It's hard to argue against those three. That's all I'm saying. Does I mean. Does have Zimmer? Oh, wait, no, it does have Zimmer, doesn't it? Never mind. That was dumb. I think it does. Yeah, that's what
1: I was about <laughs> to say. I was like, are we about to argue about composers here? Because I'm double checking. Yeah it's 100% <laughs> Hans
0: Zimmer. Listen, I uh, do like Kung Fu Panda too. I think it's actually a stronger, I, I do need to, I mean, I,
1: I did make a boo boo. I forgot to say that, uh, Puss in Boots was also nominated this year.
0: Eh, no one's remembering it. Right. Puss, uh, I've not, I don't think I've even
1: seen Puss in Boots.
0: Wow. Fake fan. I'm I know, right? Uh, but I don't know. I'm a big Rango guy. I like Rango a lot. And you know, thank God that cars 2 was not nominated here. Um, Cars 2 is an yeah. assault on the eyes, the ears. Um,
1: yeah, it, it's an assault in all senses, really. Um, My least favorite part of Cars 2 was like, that's the one you make the sequel of uh, after Toy Story 3? What? Yeah,
0: really depressing. Um, but yeah, as far as other snubs go, it's you can't really crack into it. Rio is all right. Uh, Nomeo and Juliet is awful. I'm sorry to any Nomeo <laughs> and Juliet fans. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah,
1: how? raise your hand. Get, uh, I want to hear from the Nomeo and Juliet stands.
0: Yeah, come at me. Email me. I'm ready. I'm ready to take it. Um, but, yeah, you know, it's pretty okay year. I'm happy they got five nominees again, even if, yeah. you know. I haven't seen A Cat in Paris or Chico Arena, but I might have to check those out at some point. Uh, all right. Brent, take us into 2012. What are we looking at?
2: Yes, 2012, you nominated films. You have Frankenweenie, Paranorman, The Pirates, Band of Misfits. Wreck It Ralph and your winner Brave. It's I mean it's a crazy uh, crazy year for that one. Um, I I want to say though this was the year Tintin was eligible. Okay, um, that's what I have written down. So I would have obviously think that should have been nominated and that could have won. I like Brave. I'm on one of the sides where I think it's a cool film. Um,
0: yeah.
2: I think though with Wreck It Ralph is my personal favorite out of this list. Yeah. Um, because that one's just like it's it's original even though it's using what we've um what we've had with the, the video game with Fix It
0: Felix. I mean it, it's a great film. Uh certainly so.
1: Paranorman and Frank and Wiener are also very, very good.
0: Yeah, I like Paranorman a lot. Um the too. last like twenty minutes of Paranorman is incredible
1: stuff. Dude, uh yeah. And that's those are both that stop motion animation I love.
0: Yeah. Brain's all right. I, 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 you know, I know there's a fan base for it. Um, I think it, it starts out really strong. You could, and, fate, you, you could change your fate, if you could change your fate, which I forgot about that. Um, you know, the Willow Whisper cool design. Um, but yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's all right. I would have much rather given it to Rick and Ralph for Paranorman. Yes. Um, agreed. And then looking at there's again not a lot of snub. They're they're starting to get it right. That's the thing that we're, uh, we're I'm kind of looking at here is like they're starting to make. The right choices uh, starting the- to do
1: five more consistently.
0: Right. Uh, you know, Brent, I know you're a big Hotel Transylvania guy, but uh, I am, you I know, doesn't it, does it hurt your soul that they didn't
1: know that you can't nominate Adam Sandler for an Oscar if, for Hotel Transylvania and then not for Uncut Gems. So I'm glad neither got the nomination.
0: Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, no love for Rise of the Guardians, Lorax, or Madagascar. 3, I do
1: but... love that movie, but Which one? no love from the Academy. Oh, uh, Rise of the Guardians.
0: Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna say the Lorax, and I was about to have like a heart attack.
1: Uh, I just, I don't hate the
0: Lorax. That's okay. for sure. All right, all right. Um, yeah, but you know, pretty solid as far as how bad can I be? No. No. Uh, real quick, are you what Madagascar movie is the best one in your opinion? Are you a one, two, or three?
2: I I will say one, one. but the spinoff with the penguins is hilarious shit, even though the movie's not that good.
1: I knew like penguins. the penguins, penguins are guy. really funny. Yeah, I did. I did get my first real girlfriend in Madagascar three. So shout out Madagascar three.
0: There you go. There oh, you weren't go. gonna shout out
1: your ex? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Not even a little bit.
0: (laughs) Hell yeah. Um, All right, so uh, I guess it's back to me. Uh, 2013, we have... uh, The nominees are uh, The Cruise, Despicable Me Too, Ernest and Quenestine, The Wind Rises, and our winner, Frozen. Now, you know, these boys are an expert in the year 2013. We had a uh, a draft on uh, that year Mm. that was pretty exciting. Um, Listen... I'm not a Frozen guy, but it's easy to understand why it won. It was a huge cultural phenomenon. Everyone knows it. Everyone loves it. Everyone sung the song. Um,
1: but, you know, I'm, I'm okay with Frozen winning. Where do you guys stand on this list? I mean, comparably, yeah, but The Cruise is real good. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah, I think okay. it is. All right. I think it I think it gets uh, – it doesn't get a fair stake. Uh, it's, it's enjoyable enough. it's no no masterpiece but I I love it
2: I think um you kind of knew Frozen 2 or Frozen was going to win uh certainly I remember working at the theater at that time and just the madness that that was with the with that film and like what it brought to the theater like I mean it's insane to think that that many kids live and make that much of a mess while watching it. yeah
0: yeah exactly thank you to children (laughs) everywhere um (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I, it listen, has, I
2: like It has the song too, with uh, Let It Go which is still to this day being like blasted through, you know Spotify and all that
0: Yeah, that's one of those where you hear the opening chords and immediately I just want to shut it off Like it's, It was a nice song in the moment, but now I'm like let it go,
1: get out of there I, I do gotta admit, because of Frozen, we do have one of the my favorite Oscar moments of all time when John oh, Travolta yes, gets yeah. up there and confidently says the wickedly talented one and only Adele does Yeah, I remember <laughs> and, watching and that. Was like, maybe it. I remember watching this Oscars and being like, "That is not her name." Oh <laughs> my god! He looked high as a kite when he was saying that. So you know, so funny. And then like, they had like an awkward interaction the next year or something. Oh my god, cringe! But you know, cringe. Delightful.
0: Um. Yeah, I mean, it, I, whatever. I like The Wind Rises quite a bit. If there were anything I'd fight for, I'd fight for that. Um, I think it's a really just kind of nice, mature story about the guy who invented kind of World War II fighter planes. And, you know, it's got the ideas of, like, you know, should your art hurt people? Like, what, what does that do to somebody? It's got a really nice love story. But nobody cares because Frozen and Olaf and, and Let It Go. So whatever. I.
1: I myself am a Monsters University defender. That movie's so not bad. That, that movie's not it's, bad. I I I keep, I always say it's like, did we ask? Did we need an Animal House style movie with the monsters from Monsters Inc.? No. Did we get it? Absolutely. Uh, and it's not. Yeah, and I I I just think it gets a it's 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 really underrated, and it. Definitely deserves the nomination. Those characters alone are just so perfect, and seeing the yeah. the beginning of their friendship is really what that film's all about. So I like it.
0: Yeah, Brent. How many times has your uh, producer seen uh, Frozen? Has she seen it uh, quite a bit?
2: There's there's another film that will that has eclipsed the watch total um, okay. that we haven't got to yet. But right. Frozen is, I mean, it's insane. Like you said, when you play like the first like three melody notes, or whatever, it, she goes nuts. She okay. just goes nuts.
0: There you go. You know, shout out to everyone who had to deal through that. Uh all right, let's move on. Uh some take 2014. Who uh, that's
1: you, Brent. That's Brett. Oh, that's Brett. <laughs> oh shit. Um, so then for 2014, I knew I would lose the order, guys. I knew this was gonna happen. It's all good. <laughs> all right, let me find my list. <laughs> Ooh, this is a good year. All right, 2014. So your nominees are The Box Trolls, How to Train Your Dragon Two, Song of the Sea, The Tale of the Prince Kaguya. Uh, there's no way I'm saying that right. You and know. your winner, Big Hero Six. I fucking love Big Hero Six, dude. That is one of the best. That that is definitively one of the most underrated Disney movies. Just because how people, how many people don't realize it's like part of the disney walt disney feature releases it's all it's not a pixar movie a lot of people think it's a pixar movie and it's a marvel movie technically which is really really cool listen uh, they gotta so bring back to see that the mcu win. they gotta do it dude way. Way. I, I need i need some kind of like nod to the big hero six in the mcu that would be amazing yeah uh um, they already got the stanley out you know. But yeah, the box trolls is also a super underrated Leica film. Like it it would definitely be the lowest on that list, but all of Leica's movies are really, really good, in my opinion. So that's not really saying much. Um yeah, I mean figure hero want six to seems right.
2: Elephant in the room, no.
1: Yeah, let's talk about the elephant real quick. Um, nice none the Lego movie. The Lego movie did it. not get nominated. What the yeah. hell? What the actual hell? E. The Academy, dude, the Academy wasn't ready Bro, for it's... the complete innovation of the Lego animation style. It is, Listen. I think it's incredible how they're able to like construct whole movies out of Lego sets through animation in a program. You it's know, I, Im- I want the people that did not vote
2: for this to be nominated that I hope every day they step on a Lego and their thought of that, of that. I hope nomination.
1: there's a Lego that shoves so far up their butt. Mm. and you just Mm. can't get it out every time i wasn't gonna go that far man ah fuck them that's insane that's That's like what i could honestly make an argument that that is one of the most egregious snubs of the last 10 years
0: yeah like Lego movie is literally one of the best animated movies like maybe of all time but definitely uh yeah don't tempt
1: me brent but it got
0: completely snubbed (laughs) it wasn't even there
1: I'm so it's sad. so, yeah, it's so weak. It's so annoying. Like, it, listen, all it, right. The you, time,
2: Chris Pratt was also like going through the roof of like everyone kind of like getting to love him and what, which <laughs> it's crazy to say now, but wasn't. Right.
1: there was, right. I could put the Lego movie over big hero six in this category We're not doubt. as much We're as not I love that movie. We're and that's doubt. why, that's why it's so egregious. It's so egregious.
0: But and, do you think, do you think the reason they cut it out was because of the live action segments? Do you think that's what they didn't have there? Or what do do we think the reason for that might
1: be? Damn, I didn't even think about that because I that could very well be the. Because I still think that's bullshit. I still think
0: it's bullshit, but
1: it is bullshit. But that makes a lot of sense now that you say that. Yeah. As as angry as I was a second ago, I'm like, fuck, maybe they were like just following the rules. Yeah, I, whatever. They should have made it. <laughs> that is egregious as I thought.
2: It, it also was nominated for best song and it didn't even win that. And everything's awesome. Is well, awesome. that
1: song is actually terrible. Oh, <laughs>
2: song's, it's it's catchy as
0: hell, man. It's true. It's true. Everything is awesome, you know. Um, yeah, but looking at the nominees, uh, I mean, I do like How to Train Your Dragon 2. It's not as good as the first one. Um, but Big Hero 6, it's a classic. I really do like it. Baymax, I want my own Baymax immediately. Um, box is good. I have not seen the other two. Uh, yeah, as far as snubs, uh, Lego movie, and I don't care about anything else. I did like the book of life, I thought that was a really well animated movie. Um, and I think Mr. Peabody and Sherman's really funny, but whatever. Uh, the fact that you don't have a Lego movie on here, I will um commit various acts of violence against the academy because Will
1: Ferrell ruined their chances. I think that is what I'm gonna go with from here on out. It's all because of Will
0: (laughs) Feral. Yeah, it's Will
1: Ferrell's fault. fault. It's that damn kid in Will Ferrell's fault. Yeah, even though that's like the emotional crux of the movie. It's like, man,
2: wow, know, it's so I mean bad. also like if you were to pull like the wildest third acts like pulled off in a film, that one was just like absolute bonkers. I
1: yeah. Mean, for True, the damn- dude, it was a it was very like the the reveal of it all was amazing. Yeah. Absolutely, 100%. Um,
0: okay, let's move on to 2015. Brent, what do you got?
1: This this is a pretty
2: pretty big year. You can maybe say or not at all. Uh, your nominees: we got "Boy in the World," "Sean the Sheep," "When Marnie Was There," a "Mona Lisa," and your winner, "Inside Out." Um, yeah. They, now they let me right tell in. you something
1: about "Sean the Sheep." <laughs> Well, I mean, we know... These- it's no, no, no. And Sean the Sheep is actually very underrated and, like, very good. To- but there, no, if, no, no. if Inside Out didn't win this, there would have been, like, fire set.
2: It's... I just... I think, and Blaine can certainly uh, contested this, but, like, if you have not seen the Mona Lisa, highly recommend it. Um, yeah. I think it was too
1: much for the Academy to acknowledge, though.
0: Like, yeah. Like, it...
1: I mean, they nominated it.
0: It's incredible, but it's not a kid's movie. And I think that's kind of what hurts the category. Um, because a lot of like, oh, best animated feature mostly goes to kids movies. So I think that's kind of what didn't help it. But Anomalies is really good. But Inside Out, like, come on, everyone cried at the end of that movie. Don't lie.
2: It's Inside Out is a masterpiece. Yep.
0: Yeah. Is that, I, I, Brent, did you, is Inside Out your favorite Pixar? Is that, was that like up there?
2: Uh, I cheated because. He really fucking, hard she's hard he's a big bad. fat cheater. Uh, okay. I, I rated all toy stories as my oh that's one, right but that's inside right. out is, is like my i guess that would be my two but it's like because of everything else being one a one b one c one d
0: sure sure uh sure whatever it's, um it's yeah i mean hard to, hard, you, hard. i knew to,
1: we could play that game my list would have looked a little different
0: there you go um yeah, I, 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 I've only seen Inside Out and so Oh wait, no, I saw, I saw Shaun the Sheep. That was cute. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's hard to argue against Inside Out. Um, I knew like Anomalisa, but yeah, I mean, and Bing Bong, like, come on, it brings tears to my eyes right now. I know, so sad. Um, okay, so 2016, this was me, I guess. Um, so the nominees we have are Kubo in the Two Strings, Moana, My Life as a Zucchini. The Red Turtle and Zootopia. I mean Zootopia taking the win. Now I think you can make an argument that Zootopia, Kubo, and Moana are all kind of equally deserving of the award. Dude, Am I, I
1: wrong? would put if I power ranked these, I would put uh the winner four. Like I would go Kubo, Moana, Red Turtle, then Zootopia. But yeah, that is not I didn't I'm not a fan of Zootopia soup. I'm one of the that thinks it's be preachy, but yeah, I just, I, I enjoy it enough. I get It's, it's a, it's an okay movie, but when you're competing against something like Moana that like truly got me emotional and I think the music's amazing and the story's really, really strong and the representation is there. And then you also have something like Kubo and the two strings, which I think is like his masterpiece. I think it is so well constructed. It's that stop motion animation. It's origami. It's beautiful. It's, it's, the story it's trying to tell and the magic of the world that they're in is all so interesting. And I, I, I really hate that it couldn't win in a year where there's two Disney movies. That's just not realistic. But like I said, I, I, I'm not super pumped about who won, but like, I get it. Sure. Brent, tell us about your
0: experiences with Milana. I know that's a very special movie to you.
1: Oh Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a small
2: indie film uh, and I've, I've watched it nearly every week. Um, I mean, I think I've seen this film more than you can log it in letterbox. Uh, wow. That's it's a I mean, it's ridiculous. It is truly, <laughs> truly, I really
1: ridiculous. wish I really wish you would have logged it every time you watched I it in letterbox. Do,
2: do. I mean, fuck it, man. I could just go back and do it. I, I know when I watch my niece, I can put it in there every single day it's it's i think yeah i think if you were to redo this one this one certainly would have moana the winner um the other one's not being bad i like zootopia i think it's really cool um that's just me being pro jason bateman so and the cast is also great and they have like the sloth jokes Uh, so good it's amazing like it's i remember when it was in the trailer and it was like all the things people can talk about but you gotta you gotta do that but yeah moana is great um yeah,
0: uh, I'll let Blaine you can share the, the snubs because there's a good one. <laughs> uh yeah. So as far as snubs go, um, you know, sausage party
1: really <laughs> uh, That is uh um, that's not kid appropriate. Yeah. Yeah, no. don't 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 get me started on that movie. I fucking hate that movie
0: uh really wow Wow. I do that'd be like your kind of film Yeah. I hate
1: it because of what it did for rated R animation as a whole they like people look at it and like oh that sausage party that's the the standard now that's what we have to like go off of if we're trying to green light a movie that's animated and rated R no thank you sure
0: um I remember I've only seen it the one time in theaters when I was 16 I was like this is hilarious but then I immediately left my mind No. um as far as snubs go, it's weird that Finding Dory isn't on here. I know it's not the best of these, but I don't know. Like, I, I really like Finding Dory. I think it's like, you know, kind of cute. Um, you know, it's one of the better Pixar sequels, that's for sure. Uh, Your Name, an anime movie. I really, really like that movie. Oh, yeah. Kind of a body swap, um, love story. Sing. You can maybe argue. Secret Life of Pets. Maybe argue. I really like Sing. Uh Kung Fu Panda 3, you know, you
1: can argue that. As I well. really like Kung Fu Panda 3. That one's
0: but here's the thing the, though. I feel like Kung Fu high Panda key is most like underrated. I feel like Kung Fu Panda is like the weakest
1: of the trilogy, though.
0: Like I'd rather take the you first can, one Yeah, you
1: can, yes, that is accurate, but like the fact that they're as strong as they all are, though, still, it's re- Kung Fu Panda 3 still really works, and it's easily the most beautiful. Sure. There's a whole there's a th- sequence in the third act in like the like ghost realm or whatever. That's insane to watch. Yeah.
0: No, I mean, I I, I, I see where you're coming from. Um yeah, I mean, I, I think we're all kind of in agreement that we would put Moana over Zootopia if we had to. Um, mm-hmm. But eh, Zootopia is good. It's got its heart in the right place. I do like, shout out to My Life is a Zucchini. It's like 70 minutes. It's depressing, but it's delightful.
1: Um, I never, yeah, I didn't see that one.
0: Yeah, it's really cute. Um no, but,
2: angry Birds, man. You're missing
0: it. No, no. Are you an Angry Birds guy? <laughs> I, I, dude,
2: I, I get a kick out of it. I'm not going to lie. I get a
1: good kick out of it. I prefer the sequel. I think it's hilarious that the dudes from Smosh are in that.
0: I'm sure you and like five others think that. Yeah. Um, uh, Okay. So that takes us into 2017. And who's in that? I got you. I got (laughs) you. you All right. All right. So in
1: 2017, your nominees were The Breadwinner, Ferdinand, The Boss Baby, Loving Vincent, and your winner was Coco. Uh, Which is a no brainer. Coco is an amazing movie. Uh, But now that I have sat down and watched Loving Vincent and the the way it flips the script on animation and did this this very unique style where it had all these different people hand painting all of these watercolor single cell images and animating an, an entire movie in that fashion uh it's kind it's really mind-blowing plus the performances in the movie plus the actual story of the movie and how it plays out it's really strong but it's another instance where it's very much not for kids it's just it's very very good and a very uh interesting way to look at this amazing artist through his own style
0: i've not seen loving vincent it's uh uh, super worth watching super
1: worth watching Mm
0: -hmm. okay um, Brent where do you stand on this year are you I mean I know you're a Coco guy uh, so.
2: I see th- I was probably one of the last people to see Coco too like Really I, oh, I was wow. I did not see them theaters and I think I didn't even catch it till it got on
0: Netflix like a year or so later um, Wow well you know who's later to the party than you uh, friend in the pod Chase has not seen Coco Oh Jesus
1: uh, not not actually surprising I know it's I a- love that we're bringing our shtick of getting pissed off at chase to this podcast
0: (laughs) it had to work it had to work its way in there so i i I think
1: (laughs) though when you when you
2: look at this year though there's an elephant in the room again and that i think that's the that's the winner
0: say it what is it what do we got what's our snub? the lego batman once again Uh, another
1: lego movie that one yeah that one's annoying because there is no people there's no live action people so there's no goddamn excuse yeah. Although it would have been hilarious if they did a cut in the third act of, like,
2: Wilderman and that dressed up as Batman. That would have been sick.
0: I would have been all for it. Um, Yeah, like a Batman movie, like, arguably the best Bruce Wayne character study pre the Batman. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, like Batman's is hysterical and I don't know why it's not here. Especially over Fernand. Like, come on. Let's be honest here. Fernand, where John Cena's a bull. Like, okay. <clears throat> sure. is,
1: it is average. It yeah. is not awful. Um, but, and
0: the only other snub that comes to mention Is Captain Underpants
1: Which like yeah.
0: perfectly translated The books to yeah, animated
1: I was such a huge fan of the books too I yeah. love the movie
0: I thought the movie was delightful um, It's one of the only times I was not annoyed at Kevin Hart Um You know, I think it's delightful. I'd like a sequel, but whatever. I guess, you know, it's fine that we didn't get that. Um, but no, Coco won. Like, you know, the the sheer power of that third act alone, like, everyone was sobbing. I was sobbing too because the entire time I thought that Hector, the, uh, the funny that uh Miguel finds in the afterlife. I thought he was gonna die at the end. So the entirety like entire the entirety of the third act, I'm just like sobbing because I think it's coming. And then he doesn't die. And I'm like, well, I wasted all my tears. Thank you, Pixar. And then of course they knew the remember me thing, and then I sobbed all over it's, again. So yeah, you know it's touching. It is. And yeah. it was
2: one thing that I'm actually starting to notice is like I can play the like the songs that we're talking about where like the three notes, and you know what it is. My niece was able to catch the intro to this one with remember yeah. wow that's that's really impressive
0: yeah um but yeah coco happy at one uh really bad performance of the song uh they got gael garcia Bernal to sing it at the oscar ceremony and yeah. that man cannot carry a tune which is unfortunate but you know shout out to him he tried uh okay so moving on we are now in 2018 Friend, king is in there 2018.
2: I This this is also another pretty strong year here with our oh, yeah. animations being Incredible too. Isle of Dogs, Miari, Ralph Breaks the Internet, and your winner, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I, they did not get this wrong. Absolutely. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. This movie just really transformed how you can see animation and especially the style that is in this film and then it being incorporated with, with what we love about Spider-Man and what we love about comic books and everything about it it's it's a knockout it's so beautiful and like the colors man the colors they're there they're really there
0: yeah i mean i think spider-man in the spider-verse is like already like immediately cemented itself as like a classic both in animation and superhero cinema like it is already like balanced into kind of that realm where everyone like universally agrees yeah that movie's like fucking incredible um yeah, I'm happy this got it. I was scared that Incredibles was going to take it because of the whole Disney, uh, you know, mm-hmm. oversight that the Oscars like to give it. But I am incredibly happy that Spider-Man got it. Like, uh, Isle of Dogs, I do like Isle of Dogs. Um, I think it's a little less than Fantastic Mr. Fox But the animation on display is outstanding. Um, not a big Ralph Race the Internet guy, but, you know, I mean, it's fine that it got nominated. I don't know. Right where you stand on this match of nominees.
1: I mean, as soon as Spider-Man into the Spider Verse came out, I'm like, "Oh, this is one of the top ten animated films ever." And yeah. if it doesn't get recognized, I'll be absolutely blown away by the Academy. Uh, but they made the right call they they played their cards right and they gave it to the right movie for that year. Easily, it reinvented how we can see comic book movies, and the re- like the the how they're literally. It's I think it's the most accurate accurate interpretation of what a comic book to movie could be, period. Even like because live action you can only get so close.
2: Yeah. Before we, we kind of like get into the snobs, I just wanted to I was just looking at this, but I mean, I think it should have won best picture that year.
0: No, I yeah, I I don't um you're not gonna fight I, me on that. Um I completely agree.
1: You're lucky Look I have to him. be at work Look at an him. hour. Look at him. <laughs> This podcast is going to be four fucking hours, folks.
0: It's certainly one best picture. I completely agree. Um, and the fact that it wasn't nominated, I actually think Will Hurt it, it it's like, dude. It
1: could have been nominated. That's, yeah, like there is
0: there is so genuine. much room for that to be there. Um, that was a lot of. It
1: didn't I make. Missed. Dude, people didn't see it. It was crazy. It made no money or something at the box office. Like not a lot of money at all. And. I just I can't I can't imagine because it's it's not only one of the best animated stories told but it's like one of the best stories told that year. Period. Yeah,
0: I think I do think the sequel will actually make a lot of money now that like everyone's I can't, yeah this no, they're,
1: the the hype is real now. People know because Pe- yeah. it sat on Netflix forever and everyone got a chance to watch it.
0: Yeah, and especially after the multiversal madness of uh, Spider-Man No-Man, Oh yeah. I think I'm absolutely bored to see what they're gonna do.
1: Spider-Man um, is like, dude, Spider-Man was everything in like the nineties and then everything in the early two thousands. And guess what? It's everything again.
0: Right. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, looking at snubs, there's not a whole lot of arguments you can make unless you're a huge the Grinch or Hotel Transylvania fan. Um I did like Teen Titans go to the movies. I thought that was a lot better than expected, but
1: I'm Way better than I could have ever expected the level yeah. of like referential comedy, comedy and satire in that movie is amazing. It opens up where beast boy turns into animal from the Muppets. And I was sold from there. <laughs> uh, it so if, n- it, if it, it was Superman,
0: you know, it
1: hadn't exactly. It, that's that reference just in the casting of it all is amazing. Cause Dick cage was going to play Superman for Tim Burton. So it's a yeah. it's a really underrated movie it's wor- very much worth watching even if you never watch the series because obviously it's just skewed a little bit younger but it's very funny and very smart there's a yeah. whole back to the future not in the movie it's crazy
0: right like how can you not love it um, hell yeah all right so final final three years here we go and this actually worked out perfectly because we all get to you know go around with time um all right 2019 uh the nominees we have how to train a dragon 3 the lost world i lost my body Klaus, Missing Link, and the winner, Toy Story 4. Now, you know, this argument can be an hour long, but, uh, you know, uh, one of us here is not a Toy Story 4 fan, and the other two are massive Toy Story 4 fans. So, um, Brett, you are outnumbered here and outgunned. Toy Story 4 you
2: are is awesome. and you are outgunned, and you're like own to be.
1: I That's would right. like to make a I would like to make an opening statement. I will be making all further statements while looking directly at my Toy Story 4 poster because I don't hate the movie.
0: Uh-huh.
1: uh-huh. I just think it doesn't <laughs> justify its own existence. There was no toys.
2: What existence there was, there was there? No reason. It's a No, no the story wrap was Woody's over.
1: Character. Andy Andy had left Woody. Andy's and story was-, was over. It was Andy's wrapped up with a beautiful bow. Uh-huh. And we were done. You could have spent the rest of your lives making you know, little you, short films for Netflix about what they're doing with bodies. Andy, <laughs> and another how he movie. He wasn't even in the movie. Time to begin with, with another just movie. His toys.
0: Listen, he left the and the thing. went to college. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It wrapped up Andy's thing perfectly. Except for Woody, and that's what Toy Story 4 is all no, about. Woody's it, whole it wraps thing was up about Woody's Andy. Character that's arc. it. Like a nice little bow when he and Buzz leave. I was like sobbing. I was like, Woody, God I, "Damn,
1: Woody!" That accepting cute. Andy leaving was the end of a, Woody's story. That's all no. it needed to be. No, it was. No. It was no. the beginning of him accepting that he can
2: he can love another owner. He can. That's another, right. Love. Yeah,
1: and then what? Guess right. what? In the Fine. next movie,
0: he's like fucking owner. Yeah, because he realized that, that he had sucks. to be a free agent. You know, a free toy. No. Oh, Pete sucks. He was there with Forky. You know, Forky's great. He's trash.
1: kaboom. Forky is trash.
0: That's right. I, and I, I love him wait. for it.
2: The sending off of Buzz and Woody like cinematically is probably one of like the top
1: five dude I we, we are you can this is this is deja <laughs> vu I mean, all Jack over again because this, this is our exact same you conversation you are wrong
0: that. you are in the wrong opinion um I Buzz
1: gets nothing to do in the fucking movie <laughs> he didn't and have so anything when in, you get- listen all right, Wait, we can't are you can't argue about we get to Buzz the Lightyear. end of the movie and they're trying to leave each other. It's like, yeah, it's emotional, but it's nowhere near the level of emotion from Toy Story three. Listen, all uh, I'm gonna say, uh, all I'm gonna say is that Buzz Lightyear
0: had really only had a character arc in the first movie, and number two, he has a side quest where he meets kind of another Buzz Lightyear, and there's comedy in soon. And number three, there's El Buzzo, the Spanish Buzz, and there's comedy in soon. And number four, he's an idiot t- when the whole
1: inner voice thing right and there's i'm disagreeing stuff. with you on two because the whole concept is like they have to go find woody like woody sure, is not going to come and find them because he's more comedy in so. where he is, oh, well, is yeah like he does he is. does become a more ancillary character in the others obviously but and that's why i'm like why are we wasting time in a full nother feature film trying to establish them saying goodbye when we never have to see that they okay, could just stay friends. All right, all right. All but, right. Hey, so we'll,
2: we'll, but that's the heartbreak about life. This is great, great content here. Bro. That's
0: true. That's true. We are. This is this is exactly the experience of the Cineravels podcast right here. It's <laughs> exactly. incredible stuff. Um, you know, I'm just happy to share this with you guys. Uh, okay, so in Toy Story, do you, oh, I know yeah, you're, you're not a Toy here. Story fan? Yeah, did <laughs> <laughs> you? uh, when, when you still have one in twenty twenty four to win, or when you have one in another? Uh, no, I ha- I picked Klaus
1: that evening. I was going to say on my ballot, and I, I was okay. there was a beamed. heavy yeah. push for Klaus to yeah. win the award going into the Oscars. Yeah, it was winning at the Annie Awards, and won I think it won like the night before at the Baftas or something. Yeah. I was ready for that to be announced at the end of the day. And then they were like, Oh, Pixar. And I I love Pixar, <laughs> but that was the one time I was like, I think this could finally be something else. Something different. Yeah. I really love Klaus. I think that is a new Christmas classic. I uh, completely I try agree. to watch very frequently in December.
0: Yeah. Klaus is a classic. Um,
1: very underrated. If you haven't seen it, please check it out. It's on Netflix. Um, and the missing of- link is ass. Actually. I haven't seen that's one. like, that is what that is when it kind of dropped the ball. It was not very good. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Yeah, I didn't check that out. Um, yeah, I I,
0: I think Klaus would have been the only real competition. How trainer dragon three is good, but it's the weakest good. of the
1: trilogy. It's the I love favorite. the ending. I love yeah. how that wraps up a trilogy. That's how you end a trilogy. All you right, need a enough that trilogy really funny already ended. That's right. That's right. Um, no, dude, you can't play this game. It's like this is exactly it's like rated, it's like when you have Indiana Jones. You have a perfect trilogy set up and then you ruin it with the fourth one. And no, now you well, can't listen. think of the franchise without the fourth one.
0: Listen, some some unnamed person would...
1: Uh, no, we highlight- can name him. <laughs> Chase is a wild <laughs> oh, man and loves Kingdom of the Crystal Skull for some reason. Yeah,
0: I don't know what he's dealing with, especially Kingdom of the Under 3.
1: Um, but that's another fight for another day. Uh, <laughs> I will meet. Would you like me to move on to the next category? Probably. Yeah, I mean, I listen- think we're all in a consensus about this one, I'd hope to God. Oh yeah. So All in right. 2020, 2020, the year your that didn't exist. Yeah, right. Yeah. What a what a year, folks. Uh 2020, your nominees were Onward, Over the Moon, Sean the Sheep movie, Farmageddon. Hell yeah. Wolf Walkers, and your winner was the beautiful, amazing new Pixar movie that got absolutely shafted by a pandemic out of its theatrical run. Soul. Yeah. Soul rules.
0: Um, I actually it got to see this in a theater.
1: Um, I hooked up uh, the four K
0: to one of our projectors in nice. the theater I worked at, and like the sound alone from that movie is just jaw dropping.
1: Absolutely, to listen
0: to. Um, beautiful Atticus. Uh, Ross, yeah. Who is it? Help me out. Attica, yeah, it's, yeah, it's uh, the Trace guys. Trey Ad- Trent Reznor idiot. and Nine Yeah, so and, so nails. Rock. yeah. Um, and then
1: because, John Baptiste was the the jazz music side.
0: Yeah, so completely rules. Um, I didn't really like Wolf Walkers, but it's, it's really kind of one like of those Wolfwalkers. It's one of those where again you're kind of going up against Pixar, so it's kind of hard to uh, you know challenge it, but. Yeah, I mean, Soul's awesome. Uh, Where do you guys stand on Onward? Did you guys like Onward? I
2: I liked it. I was surprised. And I think that's
1: onward is like the opposite of of what for me, what's like, okay. Okay. Third (laughs) act is just amazing. It gets me super emotional, like as as an older brother and whatnot. Yeah. So, yeah, I completely agree. Uh, I think the
0: third act kind of saves the movie, but everything beforehand, it's like, "Eh." right.
1: Yeah, totally. But. Uh, yeah, but I mean, yeah. Other other than that, those other two are like okay. The Over the Moon was like a Netflix movie that was, uh, d- touching on like an ancient Chinese um uh, the, like mythical story about like the moon princess or whatever. Okay. And it was okay. I yeah. I, I did watch it. Uh, Ken Jeong was like a goo guy. It was weird. There you uh, go. That sounds like your thing. Check out the, over the sheep farm again, and dude, again, the Shaun the Sheep movies are not not bad if like. If you like Wallace and Gromit and you like that Ardman stop motion animation, there's no reason you wouldn't like this. So
0: they're very funny. Um, now tell me, Brent, how many tears did you shed over the fact that uh, the Croods two was not nominated?
1: You know, and it's, you know, it was a movie that really staked its claim during the pandemic. We had that at the theater, right. When we opened up and it played for like seven months. I heard months. it did really well. Yeah. It did yeah. an amazingly uh, strong run because it was like the only thing you could get your kids to go out and see. And I think it should have been nominated, but there I it shouldn't have won. It's it's pretty good. Sure. Peter Danklage is in it. It's pretty good. Yeah,
0: but I mean, it's hard to find soul. That movie, you know, hits the emotional feelings. You're like, oh, man, you know, like, ah, oh. you, you start like thinking, you start thinking about life. You start thinking about love. You're like, oh, man, my dreams, you know, what is the price of chasing the dreams? Is it worth it to just live life? Well, that's great. But yeah, I mean, pretty easy winner as far as mm-hmm. soul rules. Um, All right, Brent, take us into the modern day. What are we looking at for the Sunday's Oscars?
2: Well, I want to mention before we close up on the 2020, but I just want to drop that um,
0: Scoob. It's horrible. Oh, awful it, movie. It's, it's oh, not ouch. a mystery.
2: They just throw him inside the superhero universe and just an embarrassment. And it almost tarnished the legacy that we knew of Scooby-Doo. Completely just oh, oh completely
1: that is harsh. My guy. Scoob yeah. sucked. Uh,
2: but yeah, um, coming soon to hopefully, you know, in a Academy Award, now Oscar win to you, whatever. Uh, you have Encanto, which is the heavy favorite. Flea, which is a remarkable documentary. I wasn't too grasped with it, but it, it should go without noting that this is nominated for animated, international, and documentary. So it first time something like that has been achieved. You have Luca, which came out over the summer. That was probably the first one that was also dropped on Disney Plus. Um, the Mitchells versus Machines, which let's go, you know, put all your money, put all your chips in, let's get it. All
0: I'm Horn, all I'm Horn. That, that
2: is that was released Netflix uh early last year, and I think that is uh, the touching film that usually you want to see win. Um, and then you have raya and the Last Dragon, not a horrible entry here, but I think it is in a tough field. This is actually a really strong five, um, but I mean, I re- I would really like to see Mitchell's versus machine. We've already seen this Disney, this Pixar stuff. Let's, let's give it, let's get something new out there. Let's give it to Mitchell's versus machines. I mean, it's, if you look at it, it's almost the same representative story that we're getting with CODA. Where like, you have this father daughter relationship and like moving to college and how we're building through what they enjoy through music, through, you know, making the films and whatnot. This is, it's art. It's beautiful, beautiful. I mean, let's <laughs> let's give it the win it deserves. Like, I'm getting tired of seeing the same the same studio get it. You know there should be a rule that your studio shouldn't have two in the same year. And then also, let's just let's acknowledge other things out there. All right. I, I yeah. mean I know it's ridiculous. You know beating the drum here, but Michels versus Machines, man, let's do it.
0: I am completely on board. I want Michels versus the Machines to sweep. I am scared that Encanto might grab it, but. I don't know. Well, I'm I'm all hoarding the Mitchell's train. Brent, where you you, stand? Got,
1: you guys are crazy if you don't think they're gonna give Encanto an award so they can put Lin Manuel on the stage.
0: He's gonna perform
2: at the Oscars, so he's already gonna be on the stage. We're fine. I I don't
1: I don't know. I that we we saw Mitchell's picking up a little steam there at the end of the Oscar season, but I think Encanto has it. It's very it's just it's, very 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 well. Statement can be
2: made about Best Picture. I'm sorry. <laughs> True. I don't
0: know. It'll be interesting to see what wins. So,
2: it, um, that's going to be one of the categories where, like, I, I mean, it's going to draw a really interesting reaction from me.
1: And from it's the- going to be the, one of the only categories where we might have different picks. I think across the board we're going to be very similar and it's going to come to down to maybe we'll best see. picture and maybe animated.
0: We'll see. Or actress. I got, I got some tricks okay. up
1: to sleeve. Brenton, we we do a whole podcast. You change every single one of your picks. <laughs> Yeah, I I
2: like uh, Nightmare Alley as Best Picture.
1: Hell yeah, yeah, hell yeah, all aboard. You know, Don't Look Up was actually really underrated. Get the fuck out of here. Shut (laughs) up, please. (laughs) Get the hell
0: out of here. But yeah, well, anyway, boys, thank you for, you know, taking this long, grueling, but ultimately rewarding journey at the look back of all these animated movies. Super fun. Um, Yeah, you know, it's a pleasure to have you both on here. Uh, You know, look out for maybe an uh, Avengers-level threat coming soon. Um, from more of us, which will be exciting. But, uh, yeah, if you guys want to plug your pod real quick, you can do that again. Yeah,
2: you can find we- us weekly, Monday through Friday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, the- yeah, we are for- the Sin Arrivals yeah, on yeah. all platforms, Instagram, Spotify, iTunes. You can find us on all those. Uh, we, we don't have a set schedule as of right now, but we do post at least one podcast a week. So just follow us on Instagram. We post when we post our podcast and then you can go check it out on whatever your favorite listening platform is.
0: Amen. Amen. Yeah, definitely check them out. Um, that'll do it for this episode. Everybody, thank you for listening to the Real New podcast. We are available on all platforms, Spotify, Google podcast, Apple podcast anchor, anywhere you find us. We're right there. Um, tune in next week. We'll be talking about the Oscars. We'll be seeing who won, who lost, who got snubbed and who got shafted. Um, yeah, it's going to be glorious and uh, quite fun possibly frightening, but we will see you guys next week. All right. Bye.